You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. That's right, folks. Every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., you can catch him, Danny Bush, and me, Tom Neubauer, right here on 1250 a.m. and 105.7 FM with the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're here to hopefully inform and entertain, but if you want to be involved in the show, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. We'll take your questions whether or not we give you the right answers, that's, I don't know. And you can also email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Good morning, everybody. Beautiful little wet Saturday morning. It's, it's a to, beautiful, crappy uh, day. It's, is this that's supposed what you're to, saying. Is this supposed to rain out some more today? I think so. Yeah. I took my sunglasses with me in the truck just in case. Yeah, I don't know about it. Now, tomorrow. I need them on the way home. I was going to go fishing tomorrow. But there's an 80% chance of rain. Now, I don't mind fishing in the rain, Danny. doesn't bother me. As long as I got my super deluxe rain suit. Deluxe? What kind is it? I don't know. What do you mean, what kind? I don't know. Don't know. It's got to be a big name. Kind. No, I don't know what kind it is. I've had it for years. But anyway. Then the it's prob- old and cheap. <laughs> no, the only problem is, is that it's in my son's boat, which is stored in a storage place. It's, it's probably some... <laughs> Probably so, some cheap blaze orange like no, no, parka no, no. type thing like I had as a no. kid when I was a crossing guard. No, it's green. It's got the pants and the jacket and everything. Yeah, I like it. It's really nice. Yeah, really keeps me dry. Okay. And it's not real heavy. You know, you get some of those rain suits that are real heavy. Do you know who makes good lighter. rain gear? I've There's been a number of places. Hodgman, they, they make waders. Yeah, oh yeah, they I've make waders. I've been doing some yeah. investigating. They make some pretty yeah. cool outdoor cold weather gear yeah. and... Uh, yeah, I'm going to invest in some really high-quality stuff at some point yeah. as soon as I win that lottery or the big horse race today big horse with our numbers. <laughs> How much do I win anyway? It depends horse. on the odds of the horse. Now, like, remember last week, the the, the the horse that ended up winning after the disqualification was a six. Did I? Oh, did I tell you this? You remember? Yeah. It was a 65-to-1 shot. And I said to our no-name bookie, who bets on a 65-to-1 shot? Nobody, right? Well, guess what? His wife did. Now she bet a two-dollar bet across the board. That means win, place, or show. Cost her six bucks. Now she wants. It some makes money. sense to bet <laughs> on all those long shots. It, it, uh, wouldn't it make sense to make like a five-dollar bet on every long well, shot, every race, a, all the time, and eventually you're going to win big? Just take the let's say the 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 top three long shots. You know, yeah, that's what I'm top talking three about. Three or four. 
Just put a two dollar bet on. Yeah, each you one. don't have it's to put a hundred bucks down. Yeah, it's six dollars a bet. You. Well, prob- I got to start whole reanalyzing this whole betting yeah. thing, Tom. Yeah. Okay, I think we got a call though. But anyway, yeah, we better take it. We do. Yeah. We got Mike in West Allis on the All line. All right. Good morning, Good morning Mike. Guys. Hey, what's up? Uh, you were talking about the Preakness here, and that's what I was calling for. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. I was just wondering who you like today. Oh, Bushy, give them the numbers. Here they are. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Write this down, Mike. Okay. Here we go. Now, Tom Newbar takes sole responsibility for <laughs> all this information. <laughs> I'm just the guy reading the numbers. Uh, four. Yep. Three, yeah. five, Tom, This, these are the first three numbers if I'm giving my birth date. And 11. The, really? Yeah, except for the last one, 12. 12, that's it. Four, three, five, and 12. Um, those are actually Mark Belling's picks, his top picks. Tom Steele's Belling's now, picks. Well, he puts it out you know, for everybody. For the and, consumer, uh, yeah, mass consumption. For anybody. And uh, you know, the thing is, Mike, is that some you know, sometimes he's right on. Okay. Okay. Are you boxing those? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Take those four. Uh, you can do a one dollar box for twelve bucks. Okay. You know, and and if and some of the a couple of those are like fifteen twenty to one shots. If a couple of those come in first and second, the higher odds ones. Ooh, right. that's going to be a good payday. Not as good as last week at the Derby. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Well, the guy that the the horse that won last. Two weeks ago at the Derby, he's suing. Yeah, he's suing. He won't be in the Derby. And the horse that ended up winning, they're not. he's not coming to the Derby either, says uh, the horse is sick. Right. That's what they say. So this is a wide-open field, but Mark Belling kind of thinks that he's got it dialed in. So, yeah. Okay. We'll keep One our more fi- time with the numbers. Four. Four. Three. Five. Yep, and five 12. And, and 12. 12. Yeah. You got it. All right. Good luck, Mike. Hopefully, hopefully we win. Yeah, yeah. I hope we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks. Bye now. Yeah, we can make up for last week. Be but... nice to win uh, once in a while. Speaking of win, you see this nice shirt I won here, Tom? Yeah, that's really nice. What does really it nice. say on it here? What's on the front here? Can you read that? Salt Nick? Bandits? Yeah. You Salt were, Bandits. I walked in today. You guys said, hey, nice shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandy Flaster gave me this shirt, Dr. Sandy, and he's coming up. And going to do some smallmouth fishing with me. Oh, yeah? Yep, we're going up to Door County. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. i got to ask you. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me get this out here. In the meantime, could you yeah. get me one of those, Danny? That's pretty cool. It is a cool shirt. I like that shirt. Kind of shows my pipes off, too, me, here, right? The guns are getting bigger. Let me, uh, He's flexing for our radio audience oh, at home. At it's, quite, it's quite intimidating. No, it, Tom is backing into a corner. I don't want to flex too much. Yeah. I might rip the shirt. <laughs> oh, McGivern was just in here. I think we scared him off. Don't flex, Danny. Uh... Now, so next week, Memorial Day is celebrated on the 26th, correct? Yes, on a Monday. Yeah, so so next weekend, it will, will be uh, Saturdays the 25th, Sunday the 20, no, 27th, it'll be celebrated on. Yeah, that that's a Monday. You had something so bigger than a flip phone, you could so see the you're calendar. So not, you're not, I, that's what I'm looking at, the calendar. That's, I said if it weren't a flip phone, you wouldn't be... Yeah, so I'm anyway, such a hard time reading it. So you're not going to be here June 1st, correct? Correct, Amundo. I'm All going right. to be fishing uh, with. Uh, actually, okay. that'll be that's a Saturday, June yes. 1st. Yes. I will. I'll be fishing with uh, Sergeant Horton. Okay. We'll be with the Colonel that day, and he and I will be fishing. Then the next day, I meet Dr. Sandy Flaster, okay. and we're going to proceed to fish the yeah. elusive smallmouth bass. Yeah, because that day. Uh, Ron Heidenreich and my son Nick will be in the studio.
So, and Ron, Ron might bow out. I don't know. He might be busy, but as far as I know, Ron and Nick will be in with me that that June first. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I invited a, a girl named Susie to come into the studio, who's really cute and likes to fish, and, and not on to that come day. in with you. Yeah, on that day. You don't no, want you, you don't you, want her to come no. in. You know, you don't want a cute girl to come in this Nick, what do you say? No. I say I'd Tom's have... wife might have a problem with that. No, um... she wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a, I'm a harmless teddy bear. You try and you I do am. the middle age thing to every no, girl no, no, that you no, see. No, no. You do that was the middle age. My dad used to do that no, with the no, waitresses no, 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 when we they'd all try and act like they're all funny and this and with the girl. I'm no, thinking, yeah, she's just from, working you for a tip, dude. This no. from the guy who just Hulk Hogan his shirt off in the studio over here. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I didn't really invite a girl to come in, but I thought you always wanted. You were trying to replace me with a girl years ago. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they still are, Nick. We should have. We should have. They still are. They're trying to replace me with a chick. We should have. We're going to replace them. We're going to replace them with a... What? <laughs> He's all for it. All right. I can't we're, believe we're you. Gang, uh, ganging up on Danny this morning. <laughs> Unless he gives us both shirts, then we're, then we're back on his I side. I can't believe it. Um, anyway, this kind of abuse. I used to have power. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's you get were on, on the some fishing. subjects before before I interrupted let, let, you eighteen times. That's all right. I, I can't remember what they were. I'm going <laughs> <off> the <laughs> yes, we are. He likes that. I got something. Yes, cat. Uh, is have, this cat as in catfish? Have you ever eaten cat before? No. <laughs> Easy, Nick. No. I just realized I'm, I miss John, but I'm glad he isn't here right now for inappropriate comments. Yeah. Here it is. Cured and smoked bobcat ham. Really? Yep, I kid you yeah. not. It's out of my one of my hunting magazines here. Peterson's Hunting. Yep, they're talking about how eating, like, do they talk about eating cougars too? What the hell's well, going on? Flavorful, flavorful felines make great fare if you treat the meat right. Cured I, and smoked bobcat ham. Hey, I talked to a Canadian guy once, and up in Canada, they love eating the lynx. They said it's same ter- thing. It's terrific. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, they, they got said this, it's terrific. They, they they got this recipe, and they use a brine of non-iodized salt, mm-hmm. brown sugar, some stuff called Instacure. Yeah. Uh, the soy sauce is a glaze, rice wine vinegar, honey, and cayenne pepper. Is that how you say it? Cayenne yes. pepper? Yes. Yeah, and it, and it looks good in the picture here. <laughs> There's a smoked kind of a ham, well, and it got slices. It looks just like ham. Yeah. I couldn't do it, though. I don't know if I'd want to. Now, if John were around, he'd, eat, he'd try it. Well, he ate a coyote once. Yeah. He, just to know, say he did. Yes. That was the whole thing about John. He'd do it just to say... Yeah. Mm. What? Speaking of that. Coyote? Okay. If you got a comment, folks, 414-799-1250. Last week on Larry Smith's TV show, they were smelting up on Lake Superior. Hey. And man, Danny, were they, I mean, every, I mean, the, some of those pulls were so heavy. They needed four guys just to get, oh, it. it they were loaded with smelt, right? They just had a great time. They hit it perfect timing, right? But the one guy says to Larry Smith, he says, you know, it's tradition to bite the head off of a, your first smelt. Now, the thing is, is you bite it and you spit it out. Not Larry Smith. He <laughs> chewed it and swallowed it. it. Oh, it was gross. Now, and then another guy, he said, well, instead of biting the head off, can I just swallow it? And he had like a four or five inch smelt. He 
dropped it in his mouth head first, right down. Like the goldfish thing. Yep, like the goldfish thing. Now, when I was doing Outdoor Wisconsin, we did a smelting segment, and we talked about the tradition of, you know, biting off the head of the first smelt. Not me, but my brother-in-law, Tom Wormsbacher, he took that smelt, bit the head off, right? They cut that from the piece. They cut it. They thought it was too gross for PBS. They thought oh, yeah. it was too gross. You put everything else on the air. Yeah, but that you put was anything like that. Oh, that's too gross. Yeah, can you well, believe that? Speaking yeah. of, you know, but Larry Smith, I swear to God, that man will eat anything. Get this Tom's Big Smelt segment years ago. They went to the store and bought some smelt I had to, to throw in the net. I had to get just, some extra ones just in case. What a bunch of fakers! Hey, just in case. Come I mean, on. we had we had some smelt in the net, but we needed more. But one what thing, a, hey. But wait a minute. Well, for those news. of you who watch listen, these TV hey, shows hey, and think, but hey, Danny, wait a second. Listen, Danny, but the weird thing is, what? the smelt I bought, had they were already clean. There were no heads and no guts. So I clean <laughs> did you, was it on a TV show? Did yeah. you throw the clean ones yeah. in? Did you get anybody notice it? No, nobody Evidently, nobody there weren't any Game of Thrones fans watching, because if they can notice a Starbucks cup, they yeah. would have noticed, hey, yeah. there's, a, there's three clean smelt in that frame. <laughs> Tom's so good, when he catches the smelt, they're already clean. Already clean. <laughs> sure Chuck Norris wasn't running those nets? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chuck Norris, he's so Isn't good. Isn't there a Chuck Norris joke yeah. in there somewhere? He catches fish that are already cleaned. Probably cooked, too. <laughs> he's so good. Hey, we got to go to a break, folks. 799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, where we have fun. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If, uh, hopefully you're out fishing and not listening to us right now, but if you're not fishing, hopefully you are listening to us right now or turkey hunting. Um, speaking of... Um, hey, weren't yes. you going to play something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, we, uh, we at the <laughs> Skipper Buds... Well, that's in my notes here. We in the, at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors have decided that with the, you know... The, the KISS and these other stations and groups not wanting to play Drake just because the Bucks are playing the Raptors, that we are going to play Drake. And here we go. There you go. Yep. Drake We're, Mallard. We are playing Drake. The cutting edge outdoors. <laughs> you know what? I think if you wanted to drive a guy crazy, you could just put him in a room and play that nonstop. That has a certain kind of like make you nuts kind of a sound, doesn't it? Yeah. Put a guy under a bright light and just keep playing that. <laughs> hey, don't give him any ideas down at Quantico. Oh. That'd be really? Oh, goodness. Well, we played Drake, that's for sure. We played it. We're playing Drake, yes. Yeah. And... Um, Oh, also, I wanted to mention, Tom. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe I mentioned it, uh, or I was going to ask you about. Um, have you ever been out to the Waukesha Gun Club? 
I have I've driven by there numerous times. I've never me too. Been in it. Me too. And uh, when I was at uh, one of the things at the waterfront, I think it was the Ducks and Ducks Unlimited, whatever. They had a little bit of a banquet. I met a guy, Tom Mitchell, who's one of the guys, the head guys out there, and director and uh, membership public relations. And he told me about their the club out there. And you know, I, I wake up on a Sunday morning and I hear the shots. Yeah. Down the road. I'm going to go check it out yeah. because, I mean, right down the road, you can go, and evidently it's a real nice place where you yeah. can hone your shooting skills. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would like to do that too because I like shooting my shotgun. I just like shooting. It's fun. It. It's fun just to shoot it, and it's nice to shoot at something. So right. So they're throwing out the clay birds. That'd be great. I've got a bunch uh, of old shells, some old old. You got to use them up. The cardboard, whatever, <laughs> number seven and a half, yeah. whatever. Perfect. I got to burn them up. Perfect. So. Hey, we got a phone caller. Who you got there, Nick? We got Kurt in Sussex on the line. All righty. Hey, good morning, Kurt. Good morning, guys. What's on your mind Jacob. this morning? Well, two weeks ago, uh, my brother and I are turkey hunting. Yeah. Uh, and for the first time ever since 1994, when we started, we got up Thursday morning, and it was raining, pouring. So we said, okay, we're going to wait. So we went up at 8 o'clock right away instead of in the dark and let them come down, you know? Yeah. Off the roof. Right. So within an hour and a half, we were done. And we both had 20, we had 22 and 24 pounders. Hey, awesome, man. Fantastic. Yeah. Did, did you have to call, call them at all? Yeah. Well, the first one, we got, like at 930, we called that one in, and it was a single time they came up our hill, right? And he, my brother shot him because I, well, I couldn't get, over, I had a tree in my way, and um, right after we shot him, two more times hammered right behind us, where, you know, the gunshot set him off or something. Yeah. So, okay, we waited a little bit, I turn around, and there are those two are, and I got one of them, right away. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, first time ever, my brother and I doubled up on the same day. That's know? great. Now, did you, did you eat them already? No. No, not yet. Well, nope. how are you going to fix them? Crock pot them. Crock pot them? Yep. I've heard that before from other guys, too. Crock pot yeah, is good. You got to let them soak a while in there. Yeah. <laughs> I could crock pot a leather top. shoe, and it'd be good. You can <laughs> crock pot anything. Yeah, you can crock pot anything. Yeah. Well, that's a great story. Hey, uh, Thanks. Let me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you. They, nowadays, they got some of these super deluxe Shotgun shells that cost five bucks a shell, but you're going to be able to shoot out to 60, 70 yards. Were you using any special loads or were you just using conventional stuff? Well, it was about a four by two, it's called Winchester. Okay. And um, let's see, there were I know they got the stuff, the they got the stuff called Longbeard. Okay. Yeah, you were so, using some pretty good stuff then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Right. Are you talking like that stuff called heavy load? Well, they've got, they've got, uh, let's see, they've got, uh, Winchester came out with Longbeard. There's uh, some new stuff. I think Federal makes it. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I can't remember. They got all these, all these, mm -hmm. they give them the whatever. Uh, I can't oh, remember the name. Danny of it. will think of it later. Thanks oh, for calling. Good job. Yeah, we appreciate it. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. All right, bye now. Yeah, they've they've yeah. come up, Tom, with some unbelievable turkey loads. They got one uh, <laughs> that I, it's just, it, it'll come to me, but it's, uh, 
third degree. It's called the third okay. degree. And I think federal makes it. And instead of lead, it's a different type, uh, <laughs> type of substance. And basically, you can, you can load, you can go with a smaller size. Uh, so if you go with like number nine in this. Oh, my God, that's uh, small. It's small, but it, it's got really good density. I think it's better than lead or something yeah. like that. And so the fact is, is that you can get these dense patterns mm -hmm. at extreme distances with these. Mm -hmm. and, and it's got a real powerful pack. So it, with the right shotgun, from what I'm understanding, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to encourage anybody to do anything where they're crippling game. But I think up to 70-yard shots are almost capable with the stuff that if you get these deluxe loads uh, in the magnum loads and with the long barrel and the turkey choke and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. and maybe one of our turkey hunters out there can call and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've been reading, they got some stuff out there that's just yeah. unbelievable. But then but our like, good, our like good, you said, it costs $5 a shell. Yeah, but then our good friend <laughs> Al Shook, he just goes with his regular pheasant guns and pheasant loads and he just gets them into 20 yards and shoots them he says oh, yeah just get them closer that's half the fun sure i agree you know I'll, um just to switch the subject i was looking at these buzz baits the other day and now your typical buzz bait has got a skirt on it and uh oftentimes i, I i'll put a trailer behind that skirt i'll put a, a trailer hook like i do on the spinner baits right. i'll put that zoom split tail trailer in white I'll put that on, then I'll put a trailer hook on. and uh, But now, they, you know, they, and they've had these for a while, but we just got them in at the store. But they got a frog instead of a skirt. There's a rubber frog on the hook instead of a skirt. Now, is that going to make that big of a difference? This rubber frog <laughs> instead of a skirt on your buzz bait? Do you use a lot of you don't use a lot of buzz baits, do you? No, no, no. And I I use a lot of them, and uh, you know I I'm just wondering, does it really make a difference? You got a frog back there instead of a skirt. It seems like the skirt gives more action in that, especially with that twin tail teaser, you know, that split tail behind it and all that. I I don't know. I think by putting a frog, what you're doing is you're adding to the profile of the bait. I think so. Well, right? You're making it look like a bigger target for them. But it doesn't look really that much bigger than the skirt that's right. there. I mean, but so, it, it, it's so like I would bulkier. Think, I would th th yeah, think bulkier. the skirt would be better yeah. and but, does both. But you can see how the frog, yeah, even though it doesn't it have an undulating action, right. but it's would got a still add little, to the profile. It's got a couple little legs that are wiggling. Yeah, you know, some legs. So, <laughs> got some legs wiggling. And face it, you know, you know when you think about baits that we make, for muskies and so forth. Sometimes we make them with, you know, exaggerated, audacious, audacious movements and mm -hmm. sounds. And when you actually see a little duck going through the water, it's not making a big no, disturbance. When not. you see a frog swimming, it's not making no. a big disturbance. In nature, stuff isn't quite as, they're, you know, they're it, stealthier. Obnoxious. They're yeah. stealthier. Yeah. yeah. And yet we want to yeah. make these baits like it's just like louder. But maybe maybe but sometimes you, a more subtle bait. Well, think about like a weagle or a posed giant jackpot. Yeah. Or what do they call it? The Zara Spook in the yeah. bass size. Which those is, are actually subtle topwater yeah, baits. Those are more subtle. But I must admit that the the right sound, like from a buzz bait. Matter of fact, it would be it's great if you get a buzz bait that squeaks. Get that little squeaking sound. Don't ask me why it's good. It just is. 
You'll get more hits on it. Well, the and then they got a, like a little blade on the buzz bait so that when the blade is turning, there's like a little flapper that it hits. There's some buzz baits that have that little bit different sound. My know? favorite topwater bait for muskies many years ago was, and I was never a huge topwater guy, uh, but the uh, pacemaker. Oh sure. Now now they're made out of plastic, I yeah, believe, but yeah. they used to be made out of wood, and that back hook and that metal tail were designed yeah. where that it would click because the right. hook would hit that metal blade right and uh yeah i okay. i still have them yeah. and what happens a good tip if the blade starts to get faded mm-hmm. get some steel wool and you can polish it up nice and sure. shiny again yeah 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 there's a lot of different things that are on the market and uh some of them old some of them new but you know what at any given point in time any one of them will catch a hungry fish. You know what I mean? Yep. They're, they're going to do it. But picking the right one for the right time, eh, that's the key. We got to go to a break right now, folks. 799-1250 is the phone number. And, oh, we got an email, Danny. We'll read that when we come back. And if you want to send us an email, it's uh, ceoguys at yahoo.com. You're listening to 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. The Skipper Buds, that is the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We uh, thank everybody for lift, lifting. Uh, <laughs> lifting. I had a weightlifting meet with my kids at school, so I got lifting instead of listening on my mind. Um, but we want to thank everyone who does listen. We got friends, we've got relatives, we've got people that listen all the time. And uh, we want to thank uh, the uh, Police officers out there, the men in blue, the first responders, the service people out there, healthcare workers don't get enough, you know, credit for what they do, helping out, even people helping out in nursing homes, nurses being patient, helping in hospitals. We got a lot of great people doing great things out there for people that don't get as much credit as they should. That's right, Danny. We got an email here from uh, Bob. Bob says, "Now this is uh, it says." The heading is Dan's Coffee Cups. Mm-hmm. Here's something I learned. Never put your wallet or an Amazon Kindle on your roof of your vehicle when looking for your keys to unlock the car. I guess that happened to him. Have you ever put your coffee cup on the roof of your truck? Or is that that's too, way too high? No, I remember yeah. one time my mom came home from... Uh came home from the grocery store, and she realized that she'd put the groceries on top of the <laughs> car or the trunk or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, and yeah. drove home, and they were gone. You want to know in a truly amazing story, though, Tom? That? Oh. This is an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you, you got Go a ahead. Hot, hot email there. Yeah, we okay. got another one. Here's yeah. an ama- amazing story. I was uh, deer hunting up uh, near Stevenson, Michigan in like 19, I don't know, 88 or something like that. I went up there and leased some land and hunted with my good friend Craig Leibel. And he had a, still does, he's retired, has a uh, cabin near the Crivets area. So we would drive from Wisconsin into Michigan in the morning and, and then we'd hunt and drive back at night. So I, I shot, a, uh, shot a deer on the field right before dark, cleaned it, and uh, drove, threw it in the back of my truck, 
drove out onto the field. Now, this is a bumpy field. Yeah. Threw it in the back of the truck, drove all the way back to Crivets. And when we pulled in the driveway, I looked, and laying on the bumper of my truck, I had an 89 Dodge Dakota, is my buck knife covered in blood. I'd set it on the bumper of the truck. And that's where it stayed. And it made it all the way back. How does that happen? Wow. After this email, I got one I don't for get you it. like that, too. That I mean, is, that's uh, weird. That's bumpy. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's wow. a miracle. Uh, this comes from David. David says, guys, I guess that means you and me. Mm-hmm. Great show as always. I wanted to send you a picture of my son's first northern pike. He caught it on a popper at Lower Springs Lake in Palmyra. He was so excited, and I was proud of him. It was so cool to share share the moment. If you got the picture, I'm gonna pull it up now. I want to see the picture. I had to read the text Odds first. Are 50-50. Tom will be able to figure this out right now. No, I can't. Guys in Vegas are laying their odds right now. Okay, I gotta. This is. That's what I'm talking about. It's that's sideways, so I gotta turn it around. There's a little button, Tom. You click. It looks I like am. a rotating there arrow. Here. Hold on, I gotta walk over, so I'm leaving the mic. Here, I'll turn the computer for you. That's his son's first northern pike. Hey, there it is. All That's right. about the size of my first northern pike, yep. too. Congrats so to excited. him. That's nothing, cool. Nothing more exciting than catching and, a scrappy 18, 20-inch northern yeah. pike. And, you know, when when it's your son or daughter's first fish, it doesn't matter what size I love, it is. It doesn't matter what size you know it what? is. You know? I love northern pike. Yeah, I like them. You know, They're good eating. When I, when I grew up, my dad just called them northerns. Yeah. What you know, some people. I mean, they're northern, they're northern pike, right? Mm-hmm. And you could buy them in the grocery store. I remember Tom's Supermarket in Green Bay, and they yeah. called them Great Northern Pike. Yeah, or Canadian Great okay. Northern Pike. My, you know what my dad always called it? whenever he caught a little northern pike. You know He'd what he called call it? Slimer, no? snake, pickerel, pickerel. All pickerel. the little ones were always pickerels. Eh. And it was later on that I found out there really was such a thing as a pick for all that. But, but when they're 14 inches long, that's that's an adult. And you know roll. and you know what they call them in some Canadian areas? Uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of uh, cool. Go ahead. Tell me. Jacks. I, jacks. Yeah. Big jacks. jacks. Yeah. Jacks. My What's dad that? used to joke. He'd be funny. He goes, Papa knows how to catch them big jacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, okay. You said about, you know, how you left your knife on the bumper and it was yeah. still there. Yeah. Uh, number of years back, this is a while back, I, I was fishing a big tournament up in Gull Lake in Gull Lake, Minnesota. And I had a bunk trailer for my bass boat. All right. And some somebody else backed the trailer in for me, and I drove it on, and he pulled me out, okay, and I forgot to hook it up. I didn't put the safety chain on right. it. And I didn't put the winch rope on it, nothing. I forgot all about it. Right. I drove from Gull Lake, Minnesota, all the way to Toma, where I got gas, and when I was getting the gas, I looked, and I went, oh, my Lord. Never you about ha- crapped your pants on that I one, couldn't man. believe it. If it would have been like a high wind or something, that could have blown uh, it up. But, you know, bunk trailers, they're so solid once you get them on. Yeah, the weight. The, there's the, a yeah, lot of- there's, generally, it's not. if I would have had a roller trailer, it would have been gone. But oh, that's God. why on that a roller trailer, you always got to hook it on. And a lot of times, you know, there's Imagine a, if a guy were behind oh. I'm behind some guy with a trailer and a boat, and all of a sudden the boat's like, you'd be like, ah, here yeah. comes a boat. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, 
I was so lucky. Oh man, was I lucky? I oh, that was that was terrible. But anyway, I'm, I'm sure we've all had experiences like. That. I got another bloody knife story. <laughs> now that we're on knife stories, you were talking about smelt before. Yeah. So about five years ago, maybe less, my brother Tim, he drove up to Ashland by himself, and he was going to try and get some smelt. So he went to the one bait shop and was asking and. I guess the lady was kind of ornery there. And so then somebody told him, hey, there's another bait shop. People are real nice there. So he went and they said they were just super nice to him. He got a net, uh, got a, I think just a little dip net. Mm-hmm. And he had his waders and he went on out and there were a bunch of guys out having fun, a bunch of local yokels. And he went out and filled several buckets of mm-hmm. uh, five gallon buckets of smelt. And he thought, wow, that was cool. So he threw him in the back of his uh, back of his uh, vehicle, and I think he was towing. We got an old trailer too. I think he had an old trailer with a four wheeler, and he put that in there. And he's a little worried because the lights aren't working too good on the trailer. And he drives back to our cabin in Douglas County, and he's going down the road, and all of a sudden uh, he sees this deer struggling alongside the road. A car before him had hit this deer, and actually it's in the middle of the road. Okay. So the thing's in the middle of the road. Now, the thing I didn't mention is after he caught those smelt, yeah, he kind of chilled. He had three, four beers, right? Okay. So he had a couple beers in him, and not a lot, but he's driving, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, so he sees this deer, and it's about midnight, and he thinks, well, this thing's a hazard in the middle of the road. Someone's yeah. going to. Yeah. So he actually grabbed his hunting knife, and he went out, and he said it was really kind of gruesome. He, he cut the throat of the deer. Right. And he, he mentioned at the time, he said, you know, he said it, it really kind of even he's a hunter, but he w- did not enjoy doing that. Sure, sure. You know, compare that to these terrorist animals doing right. this to humans, you know. So anyway, he does it and he drags it off to the side and he says blood's all over and he looks up and there's squad car lights. And he's like, <laughs> oh boy. He says, so he's kind of nervous. There he yeah. is with blood all over him, a bloody knife in his hand, a <laughs> couple beers in him, Uh-oh. and trailer lights that don't work. Uh-oh. But the cop came up, and he said to him, he said, uh, he said, he explained the situation. He said, oh, yeah, this deer was in the middle of the road, so I just, and the, and the, and the officer thanked him and left. And all he could figure was the guy must have gotten a call from somebody. That they hit a deer. Yeah. That's a, there was a deer in the road because yeah, okay. he didn't even question his story or whatever. Yeah, he said, right, okay. Right. Although my brother kind of looks like your typical up north sodbuster, flannel shirt, Joe. Yeah. And you know, up, nor- up northern Wisconsin, there's more of a relaxed kind of a local yokel kind of attitude where mm-hmm. I think you'd be less likely to have a police officer up there question you than an officer who pulls you over down here in southern right, Wisconsin. Right, right, yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd probably be all over you. Wondering, you know, can I see your license? Can I check your trunk? Can I do this yeah, or yeah, that? Yeah. But the local, can I have up, a few the, lo- the local up north <laughs> officer who lives down the road and hunts and fishes himself too, they're probably more likely to, you know, let something, you know, not slide. worry about let it. it slide not worry about bit. it. Yeah, so not much. worry about yeah, it. Yeah, not give the guy the third degree yeah, yeah. when they pull you over. I told you how I and Horton got pulled over. Uh, we we got the third degree from a Brown County officer a couple of years ago. We stopped on our way to Sturgeon Bay to smallmouth fish, and there was a snowy owl on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and you stopped and, to and look stopped. at it. We went, I took a couple pictures, I walked back, got in the truck, and we were off to the sho- on the shoulder. We had the hazard lights going, yeah. no traffic, and the police officer comes up and goes, what's going on? I said, oh, what? 
at the time we were trying to call the DNR and we had yeah. the pictures we were trying and I explained and okay, I want to see your license. And then he, he, he grabs my license and then he grabs Horton's license and he goes back and for 20 minutes, dude's back there. And we're like, what the heck? We're in a hurry to get fishing. Yeah. We've already delayed looking at the snowy owl. And then he comes back. Then he tries talking about, oh, yeah, well, how's fishing? It's like, screw you. Just get out of here. We're minding our own yeah. business. What, did someone call yeah. in a missing Illumicraft navigator and call it? Are we like on a, you know, FBI's oh, top wanted man. list? Yeah. So I didn't feel like he needed to check so carefully. I know what you mean. But, hey, you know, each individual officer. I, at first I thought you were, I was going to ask you if it was a female officer, but you said it was a he because I was thinking maybe it was my my niece who yeah, used to be a Brown County Sheriff. <laughs> if a female officer, she would ask me for my phone number, eh? Uh, no, I think Ju- uh, Julie <laughs> would just... Really. Nick's uh, just shaking his head. Kick butts. Julie? And t- Julie would kick butts and take names. <laughs> really? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, she would. Anyway, we got to go to a break, folks. 799-1250 is the phone number if you got any questions or comments, or maybe you want to brag about a big fish or something. But anyway, we'll be right back with more. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Nick Bodie on the boards. Join us for the last segment, if you will. We'll be right back. It's the final Welcome back. There we go. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, Tom, I think there's a muskie tournament on Pewaukee today. Um, yeah, Komar called me, and he wanted to borrow my bunk board. <laughs> Your bump board? I think you said bunk Did board. I say bunk? I think you said what's, bunk. <laughs> what's wrong with me today? Yeah, I'm fumbling, stumbling, mumbling. Also, I got a card in my hand here. I think I met someone at the waterfront. I think I'm supposed to mention this. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> tower Chicken Farm. Ever go to? Is there a Tower Chicken? I have no clue. It says best chicken in farm in town. Four one 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 South Sixth Street. What town? Milwaukee. Oh. Yeah. When he said I met someone and I got a number, Reagan, I, I thought it was a girl. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. You don't do that anymore. You know. I used to come home with n- napkins with num. They'd just get thrown away. Filled up my trash quick, but uh, yeah, he'd call the number and it'd be uh, no, no. I local just... police department or something. You know, <laughs> I just had low follow up. <laughs> I had low follow up, but yeah. Anyway, I got Tower Chicken Farm, so I guess established 1948. So go get some chicken there. Mm, okay. Yeah, we don't have a chicken sponsor, do we? No. Well, no. Well, kind of. Kind of. Oh, you Park, want to know Park, Park Avenue Park Pizza? Avenue Beef? Their they, best secret is their roasted yeah, chicken. Yeah, that's yeah, and they got so, great pizza too. Yeah. And uh, hey, actually, if you're looking for uh, work right now, Park Avenue Pizza is hiring. Oh yeah, they're looking for wait staff. If you want to work out in Lake Country mm-hmm. and people give good tips, uh, looking for wait staff, bartenders, cooks. So Park Avenue Pizza, mm. call Amy out there. Tell them Bushy sent you. You know, I could never be a bartender because I'd be sitting there talking all the time with people <laughs> rather than actually doing my job. <laughs> what do you think a bartender's job yeah, is? But I would you like, gotta be I'd like forget a counselor. About, I'd, I'd forget about the rest of the getting drinks for people. I'd just sit there and talk, you know. I'd probably pull up a stool 
get myself a beer, pull up. Well, back in the old days, in the old days, you could have a smoke too. Hey, can I? I, Can I tell you a story? You'd have to sit there having a smoke with the customer. I got to tell you this. Okay. Uh, Back when I was 15 years old, there was a guy I went to Washington High School, and there was a guy who sold fake IDs. All right, he did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. I forget what it cost me, maybe like 10 bucks or something. And uh, there was a corner tavern on like 33rd and Clark, so a few blocks away from where we lived. So me and a couple of my buddies, we had these fake IDs. And it showed that I was like 21 or 22. And and I don't know, I, I, I don't think we looked it, but maybe we did. But maybe the bartender just didn't really care, just wanted to sell. And we would go in there after school. You know, we, we'd go and sit at this bar for an hour having a few beers, you know, until one of the friends started talking stupid, you know, and acting like a kid, okay? <laughs> it was then that the guy looked at our D- IDs a little bit closer and uh, like, told us to get I out. like that term, started talking, <laughs> talking stupid. stupid. Yep. How yep. many of us have had friends yep. start talking stupid? And how many of us have talked stupid, I had a too, friend of yeah. mine, a big muscle head, and he, he didn't go... Quit talking so blanking stupid, he'd tell people. So when yeah. one of our buddies was talking stupid, he would tell them they were yeah. talking stupid. So, but, and, of course, we'd like to add in that we here at 105.7 FM, the fan in Entercom, Milwaukee, do not endorse the use of fake ideas. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, nowadays or it's... Or talking stupid. Not, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> More talk. importantly, don't yeah. talk stupid. Uh, That's our radio Actually, nowadays, tagline. I think it would be way too hard to try to fake one of those IDs. Nowadays, I mean, you... No, no, they they make those. But here's one thing that I've don't never. Look at me, I don't know anything about that. I, I went to, I went to Oshkosh and graduated cum laude. So yeah, I don't you appreciate got, you, that and, implication. Hey, and you got a coffee cup. <laughs> I low blow. You I, you uh, got a you got a a piece of paper and a coffee cup, right? <laughs> boy, boy, oh boy, don't lose those. You, they're treasured items there. And you got you know, a formally don't educated the, producer. Don't That's forget right. to put them in your will, there, buddy. So anyway. Yeah. I've always thought, I don't think it's fair that if somebody uses a fake ID and, you know, the bartender isn't, a, you know, like a trained FBI agent yeah. to look at it, that you're going to find the bartender because they had a fake ID. Yeah. If it's got a fake ID and it's got a date that matches within the range that I don't think that you should be holding bartenders responsible for that. No. You got some poor girl working there and all of a sudden she's going to have, you know, some sting come in and charge her. Hundreds of dollars? I, I think that's BS. Yeah. I, I don't know. think that's fair. I know. But anyway, uh, I've heard that uh, fishing on some of the area lakes has been really good. You know, really good. Because two hours, we finally got to a fishing report on yeah. fishing and hunting. Yeah. But uh, that's the way but, we fly here. But here's the problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the area lakes are experiences, experiencing the same thing Pewaukee is with less weed growth. And, you know, let's face it, fish don't always need weeds, but it, 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 it's one of the things where, like, like when bass spawn, all right, and those little guys, they hide in the weeds, that little school. You ever see that little ball, a little bass? You yep, know, they, hide, yep. they, like, they hide in the weeds from predators, you know, something that'll eat them, you know? Right. So the weeds are actually needed to, to prolong the life of maybe more of those little fish, you know? But all the area lakes are, are uh, you know, experiencing that less of a weed growth. But if you can find the weeds, there's generally maybe a few more fish around them. I have not. But not always, you know. As far as fishing reports overall around the state, yeah, uh, 
from DNR reports, uh, friends reports. I haven't really heard of any great fishing right now. Uh, the walleye gig up on the Bay of Green Bay, it, you know, the, the spawning thing is pretty much done, and the walleyes are dispersing out in the mm-hmm. bay. Mm-hmm. But it, and it sounds like from reports, guys are going out west shore Green Bay, east shore Green Bay, maybe picking up two, maybe three. But it sounds like those fish must really be widely dispersed after the spawn, and it takes a while for them to kind of regroup and yeah. get into some established patterns that the fishermen can get right on right. the concentrated schools yeah. of them to really get them consistently. You know, I was talking about the the bass tournament on the Bay of Green Bay, you know, where it's all smallies, and uh, I think it's this weekend. Yes, that's it, why there's no There was another yet. one last There was one last weekend. Was there? That's kind of gone against competing against okay. it, and I think... I think uh, Horton told me a winning thirty six pounds I wouldn't for a it. winning. I depending there yeah, was some, what, for five fish or six. I fish? think it might be six fish, six fish. but there were yeah, it's maybe a, I think seven eight pounder caught. I mean, I, unbelievable. I, I saw a picture on a, on a, some uh, fishing news thing on the computer, and the guy was holding up. I, now maybe this was from that tournament last weekend. He's holding up two smallies. One of them was seven point something pounds. The other one was like. In the upper sixes, right? I mean, two just footballs. <laughs> All them up. It's like so. wow. They got some big smallies up there. I've big, got big, five big pounders smallies. up there. I've never. I and, lost and a five pounder is a big smallie. I lost a giant on the Mink River. I hope you get a big one next weekend when you go up there. Is that well, ne- yeah? No, I'll be leave- I'll be here with you next weekend. Oh, that's right. The weekend after. I'll be leaving the week I, after. I that. hope you, you get know up. what? I don't care either way. Just being able to be out in the boat, fishing, camping. Uh, just enjoying life. Uh, you got to be thankful for your health and the ch- fact that you can get out there and still do it while you're healthy. Yeah, well, that's all I got today, Danny. Looking forward to next week. Yep, that's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Skipper Buds. That is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go out, do something nice for someone today, my friends. We'll talk to you next week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.